0: The way businesses operate has changed since 2020. It could be how you interact with people or you're not required to show up at a specific place every day anymore. Before the pandemic, Florida Veterinary Advisors was already meeting with most of our clients virtually, but we made it the decision to take the business online to give our team a better work-life balance. We're going to touch on how we made this transition and what we do every day to keep things smoothly moving forward for the team and our clients. So, the big question is this How do veterinarians like you, who live demanding lives, who never seem to have enough time, able to achieve balance and take control of your finances with confidence? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. We are Florida Veterinary Advisors, and this is the Smarter Vet Podcast. Hey,
1: Smarter Vets. This is CJ Burnett and Tom Sico. We're financial advisors that work with veterinarians across the United States. We are the owners of Florida Veterinary Advisors and the host of the Smarter Vet
0: Financial Podcast. Our mission is to reduce financial stress from the veterinary community by providing them the next step in their plan. Make sure to check out all of our other great resources available on our website, such as complimentary financial race CEs, assessments, videos, and articles. You can find all of them by visiting flvetadvisors.com or find the link in our description of the podcast.
1: Pretty recently, I was going through our, our notes from uh, plan- business planning when we do our business planning in Decembers. Mm. Those are fun. And it was so funny because we had like uh, in 2019, we had like the whole like, oh, 2020, like vision 2020, right? like I think a lot of people had that, right? Oh, everybody had that. It was like <laughs> a thing. Like I think some, some Silicon Endemic. Valley- executives said it and somehow it made its way around the world into everyone's business planning of like you know we're gonna get clarity for 2020 and our vision is gonna be you know this grandiose thing and everything all these things are gonna be accomplished and then you know not so much 2020 was a very interesting year but I think um in veterinary medicine uh, there's definitely been a more of a push for telemedicine for pets, you know, curbside became a norm since people were unable to actually bring their pets into the, the brick and mortar veterinary practices.
0: Maybe the interaction of how, you know, your team ha- like works together has changed a lot since then. Um, I, I know that for our business, for Florida veterinary advisors, if you're not familiar with us, we work nationally with veterinarians, you know, we're located in Tampa, Florida. This is the first time you're listening to us. If you're not. We're we're glad to have you here with us. We do, in fact, have a brick and mortar office, right? We 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 have an office location in uh, downtown Tampa, but it's like literally was, right next to the airport in Tampa. So if anyone's really ever visiting, like you know, maybe maybe come see us sometime.
1: Yeah, if you're in town and you want to like do lunch, like drop us a line, like go to our website, fill out the contact us button. I mean, you know, we're more than happy to maybe. maybe I mean, who knows? We'll actually contact us through listening through our podcast, right? <laughs>
0: Yeah, since the transition over the past couple of years, we've decided to take most of our planning practice online. And the, at first, there have been several speed bumps that we've had with this transition, and uh, it's it's been fun. And what's, what's kind of
1: interesting is, so we started meeting with people online back in 2016, 15, 16, I think it was. Yeah. Like, and, and I remember when it was weird. Like, other financial advisors that I knew, they were like, wait a minute, you meet with people in other states, like, online? Like, you know, do you share your camera? Like, do you see them? And it was like this weird, like thing, even FaceTime, like they're like, you FaceTime with clients? Like, and they would look at me like I had three heads. Like, you remember that Tom? Yes. When, you know, guys like, (laughs) like, yeah, we meet with clients online. They're in another state, like instead of flying there, you know, and, and having to have an hour long meeting and then flying back, we just do an online meeting. And then, then the, the COVID, I create oh, all of a sudden magical. It was magical. Oh, we, you know, we were like ahead of the curve for like four years. Right. And we just didn't know it, but it, it, it wasn't, I don't think it was to our credit. It just was just more convenient. I remember when people kept
0: on looking at us in our office too, they'd be like, how do you do online meetings? Like, how do you make that work? And we're like, I mean, yeah. you just do, I mean, like, yeah. I mean, like some people, a little weird, it was a little weird at first. They like, I don't want to share my video Um, now today it's just like, everyone does it. Like even (laughs) it's just a a thing. It Um, seems like it's
1: becoming more normal. And like when you FaceTime, like, like, like you want a phone call? No, it's just FaceTime. They're like, cool. And now that you can FaceTime with non, with non iPhone users, I mean, come on. Like this is, this is awesome. Like, well, yeah, if if, you you listen
0: to this and you have a different phone than an iPhone, like FaceTime now has the ability to now share with other people who do not have iPhones to join in a FaceTime, like what?
1: Like that? And it helped, it helped a lot. I know. <laughs> I think my marriage is happier because my my wife has an Android. I have an yeah. iPhone. We are a we are a divided house, yes. right? When it comes to phones, and I would go to the grocery store, and she's like, "Hey, I need you to pick up like this brand," mm-hmm. and I'm at the grocery store, and I'm looking for that brand. I'm looking for that item. It's not there. I'm asking around, right? Well, now like before, I'd have to like zoom meeting with her, right, on the phone, and like she wasn't really that int- like. She right. never really knew how to do Zoom meetings. And that so it was just like not even worth trying, right? Now that we can FaceTime, I go to the grocery store, I FaceTime with her, she can join it and then like pick out what she wanted me to get. And then it's like, oh my gosh, it's just my 20 minute search for that item just turned into 2.5 seconds. Yeah, so, no, it's
0: it's cool. It's It's been great. And I, I love the ability that we've had with meeting with people online and especially people who are local. They used to always... It, it's cut down on so much of their driving time now. They're like, hey, I can just literally jump online and I don't have to drive 30 minutes to you and 30 minutes home. And we're like, yeah, and yeah we, like, that's, that's incredible. Yeah. And we're like, yeah, we've been trying to do this for the last four years. Like- <laughs> well, there,
1: there is one client that's five minutes away from our office, still meets with us online.
0: Yeah, it's, it's incredible. <laughs> I, don't
1: think, I don't think he's ever met with us. I think he met with us in our office like one time. Yeah. and But he still meets online because he's, he's a younger dude. So we also had, um, I know that we, you know, Tom and I started using something called the Full Focus Planner back in 2018. Was when we started using it. So it's done by Michael Hyatt. If you want to Google it, really cool little system in regards to kind of prioritizing what you want personally and professionally, and uh, and part of going online with our team, where you know we have because we have multiple employees that we've got to manage we started doing daily check-ins where we look at, okay, you got to, they all have full focus planners and we look at what's your daily top three. Like what are the top three things that
0: you must get done today
1: Mm -hmm. that can't
0: be delayed to another day? And these check-ins, what they've really have helped us do is let us be able to help get them prioritize on what they should be focusing on. And then if CJ and I observe things that they need to put a little bit more attention on each day, we can then say, okay, look, we need you to put this on the top of the list. And I, I will say before that, before we started doing check-ins, I'm sure CJ, you might have some thoughts on this. Like we we'd sit here and be like, why aren't they getting this done? <laughs> why is this happening? And since There's we've implemented that, yeah. those check-ins, it's, it seems to change things dramatically for us. For sure, for sure.
1: And I think I think they feel like they've got more of a handle, more clarity around what they've got to do every day. Mm-hmm. And you know, we see things that are just more efficient, right? And I think along that same lines, we started doing quarterly reviews with every employee. Yes. Right. So I know that's been somewhat of a game changer for us because, you know, you used to do like annual reviews and this is too long. Like, because some of your team may, may want more feedback or they may need less feedback or like, you wouldn't even know and you're going to wait a whole year before you actually meet with them and actually have those conversations. I mean, that, that's kind of a bad. I, I, quarterly check-ins, I feel like are a must.
0: Well, one person I do want to give a shout out to, like it really pushed us a little bit on that side is Andrea Crabtree. She really helped us really. She works a lot of practices over there in California, I think across the United States. And uh, she just brought up the idea that like, hey, look, you should be spending this time with them to really get them focusing on more on their goals. Like what are the things if they're getting enough feedback and it it drastically changes the atmosphere of how the team operates because it's instead of them waiting for that once a year thing to view their performance and say, are you getting a pay raise or not? Um, it allows for us to constantly be with each other and monitoring and making sure they're getting the things accomplished that they want to do too.
1: Yeah. I think Andrea Crabtree is like one of the OGs of practice <laughs> management. I mean, she is like, pretty solid if you don't if you don't know her podcast too you probably should listen to it if you're a practice owner mm-hmm. um i want to go check it's, check it's out called it's called
0: positive podcast p-a-w, yeah. P-A-W. Positive. positive yeah <laughs> it's like so a really
1: kind of like i feel like it's a little like there's i think there's ja- dad jokes that i've actually used po- positive mm-hmm. that that are are you positive about that, CJ? Yeah, yeah. Wow. <laughs> oh, God. oh, dad just yeah. Okay, yeah. Dad jokes. Um, Tom just became a dad like a few months ago, so he's 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 upping his ante. Oh my gosh, it feels
0: like it's been a few months. It's crazy. Yeah, a um,
1: few years. Um, <laughs> we do video with each other as much as possible. Online meetings. People ask us like, okay, well, do you have when you have a online meeting, like, do you share your video, like, you like, because mm-hmm. then they can see your house and like whatever, but. You know, we, we do share our video as much as possible with clients and with our team.
0: Yeah, so like even when we do a phone call sometimes with our team, like we'll turn on our video. So it's like an interaction. So it's not just the phone, like we'll do a Zoom and then video with each other. And uh, something that we actually do on, a, on every Friday too, something that I thought really, we were doing team lunch a long time ago where we'd get together on Fridays and we'd meet in person. And now we make sure we at least do this stuff online as a team if we can't get together in person. So then that way we at least get a chance to spend some time with each other too, on a less of a businessy standpoint. No, I think the, if, if you haven't heard of four disciplines of
1: execution, the book, if you haven't read that you absolutely 100% should read it, right? It will help you. I swear to you, it will help you in business. Game it will changer. help you in marriage. It'll help you in parenting. I, I I swear to you, I have applied that book to so many parts of my life. I mean, it's, it's ridiculous. So Um, we, what we took from that though, because the fourth discipline is creating a cadence of accountability where you meet with everybody once a week. Mm -hmm. And when you meet, you talk about their, uh, the first discipline that they have, which is the wildly important goal that they have in front of them. Every, we call it a wildly important goal is a wig. Or if you are, if you read that other book, I forget what the title is. It's a BHAG right? Big, hairy, audacious goal, right? A bee, if you've ever heard of a B-hag, it's basically kind of the same similar along the similar lines, a little bit d- different, uh, in how it's defined inside of each of the books, but you know, what is your wig? What is, what is your, what are your team's wigs? I know for us, we're, we're constantly redefining what our wildly important goal is based upon what that next thing, what that next war that we're fighting, like sometimes it's a war of paperwork, right? Like paperwork's just like, they, like, in our industry, they change paperwork pretty frequently, where this form now becomes that form. And then, you know, now we don't need this form anymore, but we need, but we need this other form. And so, you know, sometimes a war that we're battling in our business is just like making sure that we have the right paperwork. (laughs) It's
0: like, Hey, this, this form needs this form to now have this form. And then you're (laughs) just like, but (laughs) you don't need that middle form form anymore. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And if you have this form,
1: then that means you need these other two forms in order to support that you got this other form. Yeah. It, I mean, it that makes it, me dizzy. <laughs> it, 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 well, that's, and that's one of the big wars that we fight in our industry. Like it's just because the paperwork, I mean, it's paperwork, right? We do financial stuff and what do you have with financial stuff, insurance, investments, things like that. And it's all that has to do with paperwork. So right. it makes, it's a lot of sense, but you know, I think um, I, I think it's important to always be defining your wildly important goal, right? We t- and, and constantly helping people on your team understand what their, what their job is inside of the, the the the
0: the machine that is driving every day, and and see how the progress the progress that they're making, and to make sure that hey they, they have the right tools, they have the right they have the right things in place to be able to keep focusing on their wig. You get them um, grounded again, so because like it's very easy as the whirlwind of the week goes on, we can easily get pulled away and then find ourselves completely focusing on something that's unimportant to the wildly important goal anymore. And, you know, this is really something as well, like every day, especially just hitting on, like with the meetings and the videos that we do, we encourage and push everyone to overly communicate. And like this year in 2022, we've made it a point that it is our company theme is to communicate. And it's to communicate with each other. It's to communicate with our clients. It's just everything in general of like, because we don't have the ability to always see each other at times, we want to make sure that there is a chance for us to that. There's nothing lost. And we are always on the same page. We're able to understand each other uh, at, at every point of the day. So we're not wondering like, Hey, what, what happened? Like there's things falling through the cracks. So these things have been in tremendously uh, helpful for us as a, as a team. And, you know, along the way, as we're doing all this, like we've had to get really incredibly organized with how we we manage things. And uh, we've had to really let the, um, some of you, (laughs) I will say, I will openly admit this. Sometimes I have a, a challenge when it comes to control and like letting people be able to do things in a way. So during the long, uh, during the whole process of this, of the efficiencies, there's having to be an increased level of trust to make sure that things are going to get done. There are many times that people will take their finances for granted. They'll make it an income, pay their bills, maybe save some, and their true understanding of why they are doing it all is very unclear. You might be someone who graduated and started working recently, or you're someone who's been at it for a while. Now could be the time to review what you're doing to make sure that you have a strong financial foundation. We designed and created a five-part video course that could provide a second look at your finances to make sure you're on track in life. You can find that link for the video course in the description of this podcast. When it comes
1: to systems, project management is like the, I don't know how important we can make project management. Like, I don't know what level of importance other than mission critical that we can actually give project management as a whole, right? Becoming all online has caused us to create systems that we never would have created had we not gone online, right, Tom? So I think it's kind of neat to watch how how much more efficient we've been because of the necessity of certain systems to be created since we are an online business now,
0: yeah, working in
1: all these States and software and systems. And I I think we're constantly looking for new ways to, to do that. Right. And as a business (laughs) owner, as a business owner, I I think, I think something probably needs to be said here about that is like, if you're so busy and so taken back and, and in the trenches of your business, that you're not able to ever take a step back and actually see what systems you're using, or maybe see if there's better systems out there, like you might want to reevaluate how you're approaching these things. Maybe you need to hire more people to take on more, more jobs. Maybe you're understaffed, right? Figure out a way to 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 take a step back. What look at everything you've got and try to see how you can might, might make things a little bit better because I know for us it's something we're constantly doing.
0: Yeah. It makes me think of when we were always <laughs> our systems before doing what we're doing are opening our door and yelling at each other half the time. <laughs> Did you well, get my, this done? Yeah. Can you work on this? <laughs> yeah. Well, every time
1: i take a break, I'd come, i just sit in your office and you're like, what are you doing here?
0: And then like, you start talking to me while I'm in the middle of this stuff. And yeah, really yeah.
1: It. <laughs> it's so <laughs> yeah. interruptive. Like I look back, I was like, that was so interruptive and it's almost kind of rude that I would do that. But like, well, I mean, head. I just, you know, it's, I was just part of office life. Right. And you know, I think, uh, I think we've become more efficient and I think because of that, clients are happier. Mm-hmm. We've got a lot of benefits ourselves, right? But I think clients more so than us have been able to benefit from the fact that things are just more efficient overall. We're able to, you know, we've got systems in place that really, really help them accomplish things quicker and easier.
0: Yeah, and we're able to handle responsibility from one another really easily. So when we have a lot of these things in play, Uh, It's not like what happened here or what needs to be done next. Like we already know, and it's, it's been great. Like the efficiencies of things is, has been awesome. And this really, you know, just to take a step from forward from here is that the, our organization as a whole has been really growing too, because we've got a lot of people that work with us and uh, you know, the organization chart, like we're constantly focusing more and more on how do we make our, because of the systems and the processes and the different parts of our business. Uh, we're sitting here and we're always looking at where are we, where do we want to go? Like, what, what are the next steps? And we've already identified some things recently because of how we have all of these structures in place and the way our business is established that we, we know the next step that we need to happen in here. And if, if you have your practice where there is no organization charter, or there's no structure in it, it might be something that you might want to take a look at and say, hey, how can we do these things a little bit better make sure people know what they need to be doing? right? How specific
1: are people getting with what their job actually is? Like, could they actually sit down and write out the duties of their job? And are are, are there any, is there any overlap? overlap yes. with other people inside the organization? Because maybe there's some inefficiencies there. Absolutely. State of the business meetings. I know we do those once a month at the end of, at the end of the month, right? We all get together. We go, okay, what's the state of the business, right? We actually, uh, I don't know when this podcast will air, but As of right now, last night was the uh, State of the Union address, right? where President Biden gave the State of the Union, right? So we call it State of the Business just because it's kind of, I don't know, piggybacking on that of like,
0: where is everything? We usually look at the way we structure it too is (laughs) CJ has actually got us hooked on this. We call it the three Ps. Like there's three Ps in everything. It seems like, (laughs) and you know, the, the, the thoughts are, we want to talk about progress in the business. We want to talk about the processes and see if there's anything that needs to be adjusted or implemented. And we also want to talk about what are the priorities that each one of us needs to focus on for the next month. So the state of the business has gotten very focused so we can know what to do and be able to use it as an opportunity to you know, alongside everything that we do is to review, reflect, and adjust as we go day by day. Because the last thing you want to do is wait to the end of the year and say, well, darn, we need to change all of this stuff now uh, when you could have made a, a tweaks and adjustments to it a long time ago. Yeah. And there's value to having everybody in the, in the
1: room because even people in marketing are listening to what the people in investment processing Uh, the investment processing side of it, like they're all listening to what each other is working through in the business. And what's funny is I've found some of the most constructive changes in our business have actually come from across, across departments.
0: It's fascinating how that works, right?
1: It's kind of, it's kind of cool. Like Mark, a person in marketing might chime up and say, well, what about this, that, and the other? And you're like, Oh, you know what? Actually that would be fantastic. And it's not often that people in marketing have good ideas. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I was just, I just wanted to dig. Sorry, all you people that are in marketing. I'm just, I'm just playing around. Don't, don't send me emails. I have a delete button. You know, state of the business meetings are always really good to get everyone in the same room
0: and just have a general conversation. What what are they about an hour and a half, Tom? I think. We, yeah. We, sometimes they're an hour, but we schedule out an hour and a half. And sometimes there's some really good ideas that come from it. And sometimes it's more of this to get everyone on the same page again, because, you know, as, as business keeps going on, like there's. And I'm sure a lot of you can relate to this. Like when you show up and you start working and you start doing what you need to do by the time, you know, the end of the, the day comes and you're like, what just happened? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then imagine looking the entire mm-hmm. month and you're like, wow, what just happened over that month? So it really gives us a chance to just kind of like be present for a moment, reset, and then get focused again. It is kind of funny how similar time and money is like, yes,
1: you know, time evaporates so fast. And so does like money, you get a paycheck and then it's gone, right? You know,
0: working together as a team, you know, is quite a feat within itself. And the standards that we keep should be used when working in person. And, and at the same time, just everything that we've discussed, like you can take some of these things and and implement them into, even in your day to day life. And we wanted to share some of these things with all of you today, so you can be able to get a little bit more of a sense of who we are. And you know, let's be friends. If we're not, uh, make sure to like our podcast on Spotify, on Apple Podcasts, if you listen to them on those channels. You know, write us a review. Uh, Give us some love, reach out to us through our website and just even tell us about some topics you want to hear about. Like we'd love to hear what you all are interested in wanting to um, hear about and we'll make sure to put it on our podcast rotation at some point.
1: This is CJ Burnett. And
0: I'm Tom Seco. Wishing you a lifetime of financial success. only guest speakers and their firms are not affiliated with or endorsed by Park Avenue Securities, Guardian, or Florida Veterinary Advisors, and opinions stated are their own. Submission number 2023163463 expires October 2025.